Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome, Grace Church. Welcome to everybody that's watching online. Thanks so much for tuning in to connect with us and, and what God is doing. And we want to take an opportunity to just honor all of the graduates. If you have graduated, we want to celebrate you. We know that this is this time is really different for every single one of us with limitations on school, but we want to celebrate you. And so if you have a graduate in your home, go ahead and type in their name, their first name, and, and maybe where they've graduated from. Maybe it's from middle school or high school or from college or master's program or you're working on your doctorate. So we just want to celebrate you and we want to honor God and what he's doing in your life because I know this time is different, but it is great. And so I also wanted to share just some great news uh, for us as a church, we're going to be reopening and re getting back together starting Sunday, June 7th. As long as the restrictions continue to lift and everything with the, the phases in our state continue to work the way that we expect, we're hoping that June 7th will be the day that we can get back together. And we're going to be starting with about 25% capacity in the auditorium. And so be looking for details on that because when you look at this season that we're in, it's just really, really different, isn't it? The COVID-19 has really given us different uh, challenges that we've worked through. So over this last several weeks and months, we talked about what, what do we do to not be afraid? The, every single week in this, in this past series was about not being afraid and how do we combat anxiety and stress and fear in our life? Last week was an incredible message about the fact that hope is contagious. And so we can have the positivity and stand on God's word and the foundation of who he is in our life. And because we've just been thrust into a season of uncertainty. Uh, we, we've done what's necessary over the last several weeks and months, haven't we? And so what, what, what we do is we make decisions based on our circumstance and we've done the best that we've could right? When we see what's going on, we try and make our best decision and move forward. But then in the, also in the back of our mind, we knew that at some point in time, this all is going to come to an end, right? It's all going to come to a close and things will kind of get back to normal. Maybe not, but it's changed us a little bit, hasn't it? And in fact, it should. Any season like this should change us in who we are. So whether we go through a season that's great and amazing or a season that's a struggle, we should learn through that season. We should be a little bit more savvy because of those experiences. And so maybe during this season, you've seen some things about yourself where, where how you've responded to situations and circumstances, you've seen some, some maybe some good responses or some maybe areas where you go, wow, I really shouldn't have said that or done that. And, and I know God does the same thing where we see God in, in our circumstances. And so we've seen him work in particular ways. But when we come out of a particular season, we're more wise through our experience. We're a little bit more savvy regarding the circumstances that we've gone through. And, and certainly we're in that place right now. In fact, I want to give you an opportunity to comment below. What's one great thing that you've seen over this last several weeks and months. In fact, I want to challenge you to, to say one word, comment with one word, something positive that you've seen in other people or that you've seen in the Lord and how he's working through others in the community right now. I know for me, the word that I would use is resilience. I have seen incredible strength in people and in our Lord and people being dependent upon God and who he is. I've seen our God show his strength and his power and his authority. So my word that I would put in below is, is resilience. And so what's that one word 
that you would type in as a comment that you've seen as we continue forward with what God is doing. And so when you look at the season that we're coming out of, we absolutely want to continue to take steps forward as a church, as a community, and in our in our area, in our communities. And so one of the things that we're going to be doing over these next several weeks, we're going to launch out on a new series called Now What? Because I don't know about you, but I know I've been thinking that, right? The last several months have been different. I don't want to be afraid, but now what? How, how are we going to respond? How can we move forward? How can we continue to transition and take steps? Because we have this incredible opportunity to take steps forward and basically create a new us. I mean, think about it. Things are going to be different. We can respond and react differently. So the new you, now what? How do you live? How do you act? What does that look like? And, and so the thing that's really cool about this concept is, we see this all the time in our life. When we go through a season, then there's a, a, a time of testing. This happens in business. It happens computers all the time. They're, they're, you have to start out with something new. In computers, they call it a beta test. They go, hey, we came up with this new thing and we're going to try it out. In business, there's always concepts. There's always a proving ground in, in a time of business when you start out with something new. And so we want to challenge you with that. The new you, what does that look like? Now what? Because the first point I want to share with you with this new series and this message today is that testing precedes promotion. Isn't that so true? I know I've seen that in my life. You've probably seen it in yours where we have to try something out to see if it's going to work or not. And so there's a time of testing before we get to promotion. And we see this all the time. And so one area that that God continues to show this in our life in one area that that we are tested all the time is in our finances and in our resources. And there's a great verse that that talks about this in Luke 16:10. And it's Jesus talking and he says, "If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you're dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibility." And so, we understand that concept and we implement that all the time in our life with those that are around us. And so think about this. Like if you want maybe a new job opportunity, right? You're looking for a new job, a new career. Maybe you're looking for a promotion in the job that you have right now. Well, I would ask, how have you been doing with the job that you have right now? How Have you been faithful in your current circumstance? That's a challenging question that we have to look inside and how we've responded. Because if you want more authority, we have to show that we've been faithful with what we've been giving. So maybe you're looking for promotion or to take a step up. Well, I would ask, how have you been respectful of those that have been in authority above you? Because testing precedes promotion. And so maybe... You know, you look at your current circumstance and in your job and 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 so we just have to understand that in those seasons we have to be faithful with who we are and and honor those that are in authority above us. I know for me there there definitely was a, a time of testing and I went to school and had this amazing opportunity to go to Oral Roberts University and I studied theology and got my degree. Well, I had a degree, but but no job experience. So somebody had to give me my first job and I started out in youth ministry and that was great. And I did that for about five years. And then I, I was an assistant pastor in a church plant for about five years. 
And then it was after that that God put on our heart to become a lead pastor. Well, I didn't start the church right out of college. There was a time of testing. And and so the Lord had to do things in, in me and I had to grow to that place. And so all of the decisions that we make, the habits that we have, the words that we use, all of those things reveal who we are. And a great passage of scripture, a great story in the Bible that talks about this is Joseph in the book of Genesis. Genesis is the the first book in the Bible. And, And the thing that's really interesting is Joseph went through significant testing times. Uh, one of the things that we read as you look at the, that story, and maybe you've heard it before, you can take a look, where Joseph was uh, sold into slavery by his own brothers. And, and that, that just grieves my heart to even think about, that they hated him so much that they sold him to some traders that were traveling through the land. He was put in slavery in Egypt. And then he, w- he was uh, working there as a slave, and, and then he was wrongly accused. Even though he was this innocent, he was accused of something, and he was thrown in prison. You know, no, no, no trial, no, 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 no jury to talk about. You know his circumstance, but he was thrown into prison, even though he was innocent. And at, after all of this, he showed his faithfulness, and it was about a period of about thirteen to fifteen years where he was in this testing time, and so the testing preceded the promotion. Because after all of that, even though he was in jail, he was then placed in authority over the entire nation of Egypt. In fact, he he worked himself all the way to second in command under Pharaoh, Pharaoh himself. And so he ends up in the palace. And so testing precedes promotion. And so the, the thing, the reason I, I share that story, because while Joseph is in leadership in the palace, he has this opportunity where his family, his own brothers, who previously had sold him into slavery, his whole family comes in because there's a famine in the land. There's a lot of starvation going on. And so Egypt was one of the few areas where they still had food. So his whole family comes to Egypt to buy food. And so here he has his brothers before him. And talk about an opportunity for revenge. He could have allowed bitterness and resentment to rise up and say, watch, I'm going to get you back. But that's not what he did. This is what he says in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. He says to his brothers, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this place, to this position, so I could save the lives of many people. Now, you can't fake that. He couldn't fake that. Like, there's no way that so many of us, we would not respond like that in that situation. But that's who Joseph is, that the testing preceded the promotion. He gets to this place and that's his heart. And that's the reality of who he is. And so he could have tortured them. He could have killed them. He, at the very least, could have sent them away empty handed and and, and allowed possible starvation in their life. But that's not who he was. And, and I love that example. I love him as a person, the character, the integrity that he showed. And so it causes me to think, who am I? You know, how would I have responded in that situation? And so let me ask you, in the situation that you're in right now, maybe you're in a time of testing. How are you responding in your circumstance right now? Because when things get tough, 
we have to have the understanding and the perspective that God may be testing us. God maybe is in our circumstance and he's saying, okay, what are you going to do now? Now what? Right? We've been in a season that's been, been very unique. We're going to take steps forward. So what if we saw the problem as an opportunity instead of something that's negative? Because the second point that I want to share with you is that God has established a constant proving ground for us. The places that we're in right now, the cities that we're in, the jobs, the the companies that we're a part of, uh, the people that are around us, the relationships that we have, our family and our marriage, our kids, you know, those that we encounter in the community. So if we look at our problems as opportunities, I really think that we're going to see things differently. It's a new perspective. So what if in those circumstances, our faith is being tested? If you see it as a problem, you're going to miss the opportunity. So maybe part of your problem is at work. You know, let me just give you this general example about work, and maybe you can relate to it, but maybe you're at work, and maybe you have a colleague or a boss that you don't really like that much. You're not fond of them. Maybe you question who they are, their character, their integrity, and maybe you've even found yourself, God, I wish that you would you would send them somewhere else. God, would you move them to a different department? Would you cause them to, to move to a different company or a different state or city? Right, God, would you send them somewhere else? Well, maybe, just maybe, God is actually watching you in that circumstance. He wants to see how you're going to respond because there's a high likelihood that other people might not like them either. And so God is saying, all right, I'm watching you. How are you going to respond? Are you going to join in on the criticism? You know, when other people are, are pointing out all of their weaknesses and, 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 and the areas where they've struggled and, and other people are criticizing them, are you going to join in on that criticism? And so I just want to reveal to every single one of us, maybe it's a test. Maybe God has put us in that circumstance and it's a test because I absolutely believe that before we were born, that God laid out a plan for our life. Maybe you believe that too. And so when you were a child, you had dreams in your heart, things that you hoped for and longed for, desired. And so as we navigated this journey that we call life, we've all faced different tests, haven't we? Different seasons of our life. And sometimes we haven't done so well in those tests. We've allowed fear or anxiety or stress to get the best of us. But what if in this new season, what's next in who you are as a person that we all choose to respond differently, just to choose our words differently and and, and be very specific and be very purposeful where what if we decided to actually believe God's plan for our life and live in the confidence that he's the one leading us and guiding us. It actually talks about this in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. It says, And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. That is an amazing verse that, that maybe you need to put to memory. Just 
Continue to repeat that to yourself and have confidence in the Lord and who you are because the reality of our circumstances, there is always naysayers. There are always people that will speak out negativity, that will recognize the problem and talk about that. There's always times when even sometimes in in our head, we'll list out the reasons why we can't or why we're choosing not to. And so I just want to encourage you, like, what if we decided instead of to look at the problem, we just decided to see the problem as an opportunity? Because the proving ground is a place of testing, and that reveals who we are. And the third thing that I want to touch on is that every test has a question waiting to be answered. We take tests throughout our whole entire life. Uh, When we're young, we take tests in school, right? Tests all the time. Do you understand the material in this chapter, in this section, in this book? Can you write an essay to describe uh, and, and, and list out your understanding? Anytime we go to the doctor, or, or we go to a, a, an office that, a, like a medical office, we get medical tests, right? They'll, they'll take our blood to, to check our blood because they want to test what's inside of us. Anytime you go to a job, maybe you, you, you go through HR and, and what is, what's one of the things that may, they may do is to do a personality test. So school and medical and personality, we take tests all the time, all throughout our life. And all of those tests ask about us. They ask about you. They want to know who you are and how we're going to answer. And the Lord is the same way. He uses everyday moments to test us, to see how we're going to respond. Here's another great example of a test. When Jesus was with his disciples and with the feeding of the 5,000 people on the side of a mountain near the Sea of Galilee, in John chapter 6 and verse 5, it says that Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, one of his disciples, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed all these people? Now, the thing that's really interesting about this, uh, Jesus was kind of curious how Philip was going to answer. Jesus saw the need. He saw all the people and he saw an opportunity. But it's really interesting because Philip kind of saw the circumstance and was like, man, this might be a challenge. He, he maybe saw a little bit of the problem. And so let me ask you, in the test that you're in right now, maybe you're seeing your income go down a little bit. Maybe it's dwindled or maybe you're in an industry that's struggling right now and you're not sure how it's going to rebound. Maybe you own your own company and you're hoping that things are going to turn around and you'll be able to make a recovery. You know, as, as quarter two, it comes to a close in a couple of months and, and we move towards the summer. What's it going to look like for you and your company? So what are we going to do when we see all the people around us but we don't necessarily have the resources to meet the need of all those people. That's exactly what Philip was faced with. And I have, I have just a, this, this feeling in my heart and my spirit that some of you are dealing with the same thing. How are you going to respond when you see the need, but you don't have the resources to meet the need? That's a big question for every single one of us. And so we, the thing that I love is we can take a look at Scripture and see how Philip responded. And so if we continue in John 6 and verse 6, he, it says that Jesus was testing Philip. 
for he already knew what he was going to do. And Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy here with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that with this huge crowd? So the thing that's interesting to me is, why in the world would Andrew point out a boy, a young boy at that, maybe nine or ten years old, and the fact that he's got a lunch? Why would Andrew point that out? And as I begin to think and look and ponder, I really feel that Andrew had this element of faith about him. He had this understanding that it was a testing. It was, you know, and the reality is, is because he probably was wondering what Jesus was thinking. He had been around Jesus enough to know that Jesus is up to something. You know, Jesus is kind of, you know, looking at the situation and talking about this. He might have something in mind. And so when I think about God and who he is as our perfect heavenly father, that he always has our best intention in mind. And he's the one, you know, that came and sent Jesus, his son, for you and I. I mean, how many, how many of you in your life, maybe you feel that God is, is up to something? You know, as you look at your circumstance and you go, gosh, I, I think God is doing something significant. And maybe you've even been so bold to ask God. To, to say, God, what are you doing right now? What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to reveal? And I even want to challenge you to pray a bold prayer that you would say, God, I ask that you would show me your power. I look at my circumstance and I ask that you'd help me see the opportunity. Would you show me your power? Because in these verses that we take a look at, that we've been looking at, Andrew had this element of faith and of willingness and, 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 and he understood, he's like, hey, we don't have food for everybody, but we have this one small lunch from this young boy over here. But Jesus, I have a feeling that in your hands, you can do something, something significant. And man, I just, I, I love that how he responds. And I just want every single one of us to, to do that because maybe right now, as we look at our circumstance, we see unemployment you know, and the, and, and the significant percentage that it is, and maybe you've been furloughed or maybe you've lost your job or you're not working. And that's a challenge. That's a major struggle. Maybe you're looking at your industry and you're wondering if it's going to rebound. But I know even during these difficult times, some of you, you've been able to flourish, right? I, I just, I know friends and, and, and family members that, that even though others are struggling, they're, they're actually doing pretty well. Like things are good. Their, their, their job is being, is, has been very stable. In fact, they've, some areas have even seen growth and, and people are working hard and, or coming up with creative solutions because of the season that we're in. And so what it is, is whether we have little or whether we have much, it's a test, isn't it? And so at what lengths will you go to see God move powerfully in your life. And so let me ask you this very penetrating and challenging question. Is there anything in your life right now that you're withholding from the Lord? If you look at your life, you look at your relationships or finances or job, all this, is there any area in your life that you have kind of pulled back from the Lord and said, no, 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 you can do these things, but this, I'm keeping this for myself. 
And here's why I bring that up. Because if there is an area in your life that you're withholding from God, I would dare say that's probably the area that you're going to get tested next. That's just how God is, how he works, because he wants more of us. He wants all of us in who we are. He doesn't want us to to hold anything back from him. In fact, he, he wants us to surrender everything to him. And so I want you to look, you know, deep within your soul and your heart and your mind. Is there anything that you're holding back? Because the Holy Spirit wants to reveal that and he wants us to grow and to take steps forward, to recognize it as a test, to see the opportunity in that test. And so I want to encourage you with that. I hope that you're able to take steps forward because now what? We have this incredible opportunity to show ourselves faithful in every area in our life. And maybe you've been watching online and watching this message and, 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 and connecting and, and, and some of the things that I've said have really hit your heart big time. But you know right now that you don't have a relationship with the Lord. You don't have a connection with Jesus. I talk about Jesus and his disciples. We read some verses in John 6. But you have not yet taken the step where you've allowed Jesus to be the Lord of your life. Just a minute ago, I used the word surrender. You haven't surrendered over to him and given him everything that you are, everything that you have. And here's the thing that I want to encourage you with. You can do that right now. As you watch this video, I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit is moving on some of you right now. Maybe your heart is beating a little bit faster and you're, you're wondering, how in the world can this guy know who I am and be talking to me through a camera and talking online? Because I know that God is powerful and significant and he's speaking to you. So maybe your heart's beating a little fast. Maybe you're getting some goosebumps or you're feeling some warmth. And what that is, that's just not circumstance or happenstance. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. And he's grabbing a hold of you right now. And so how are you going to respond? Because you have this incredible opportunity to respond and say yes to the Lordship of Jesus and who he is and say, you know what, I'm going to turn everything that I am over to him. And so in scripture, it says very clearly that we have to confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, that he is God's son, that he did come and he died on a cross, but then he rose again for us, for you, for me so that we could have the restoration of of our spirit, so that we could have the forgiveness of our sins. And that is the only way that we get get entrance into heaven. And so if that's you, I want you to pray with me right now. Maybe you you repeat the words that I'm going to pray and you make them your own. So believe right now in your heart and let's confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. And so let's pray together right now, wherever you're at. And so Lord God, we thank you so much for this opportunity. And God, we recognize our need for you. And Jesus, I ask that you would come into my life right now. I know that you're God's son. I put my faith in you. I know that you died and rose again. So would you please come and be my Lord? Would you forgive me for all the things that I've ever done? I'm so sorry. I didn't want to do those things. And I'm sad that they've they've been done. And I feel guilt and I feel shame, and I ask that you would remove all that. Would you restore me? I surrender to you, that you would change me, that you would change my life once and for all. I commit to follow after you. In your name I pray, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, if you could do us a huge favor and text, I said yes, 
uh, to, to the number on the screen. We want to be able to connect with you in a powerful way. This is so significant. This is something that we can celebrate in what God is doing. Thank you so much uh, for watching online and worshiping with us today. We hope to see you again soon.